Welcome to the On The Whistle podcast. This is a very special episode. Um, we have on the show today, Juan Pizzo Mosimane, the all-conquering South African coach, a man who won leagues and cups both in South Africa and Egypt just in the space of 12 months. And he also conquered the African continent. He's the man we named as the coach of the year on the On The Whistle podcast in 2020, Coach Pizzo Jingles Mosamane. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, it's, a, it's a privilege. It's an honor. I'm good. Thank you. Well, Pizzo, I've got my co-conspirator, Juan Courtney Fries, a man who won the Premier Soccer League with Manning Rangers. Um, a man who, if I'm correct, you might know his, uh, his, his, his family because you might have played with them. Courtney, welcome to the pod today. Well, uh, Zane, firstly, honoured to be here as always. But secondly, so grateful to have the opportunity to speak to such a legendary figure like uh, Pizzo today. Coach, it's a pleasure having you on our show. Courtney, thanks to Leslie to have me on the show. Good to see you, good to hear you. I didn't know you, but I know about your family background, the phrases I've played football with in my generation. And uh, you've got also your profile of, of playing football and winning trophies. It's a privilege. Good to see you and good to know you. Thank you very much, Coach. If you look at your, your history in the game as a manager, all conquering at Sundowns, what's a job? What's a club to be at? What you did in terms of their success wasn't there before. Why then move to Alakli? Yeah, you move to Alakli because the borders are open. You leave to Alakli to, to, to tell your children that um, you, you can do something in, in another country. And you also to inspire our, our culture. And, and also, Alakli is the biggest team in the continent. Is, is a club of the century. Uh, FIFA has given them that uh, acknowledgement. And now lately, they've won uh, against Alaglu, who was, was in the category of the club of the century, with Real Madrid and Barcelona and Bayern Munich for the number of trophies uh, Alaglu has won. Unfortunately, we lost to Real Madrid, and that was recently, three weeks back. That was, in, I think, in Qatar or Dubai. It was in Dubai. But we won the club of the century in the Middle East, the team that has won so more than many trophies. And also, in Africa, there's no team that has won important titles like Alakli. I mean, the badge there on, on we have here, it tells you the number of stars you have on top. It tells you the number of stars you have at the bottom. The, 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 they've won the league so many times. We've won the Champions League nine times. Hence, we've got those stars. And we'll, there's a video that's going around about the, 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 the ninth star. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere about exactly how they've achieved the ninth, the ninth Champions League, which is ninth star. And the, the, the top teams, they've won the league so many times. One star represents 10 league titles. It's unbelievable. It's the biggest club. So you have to be here. It's like Real Madrid calling. It's like Barca calling. It's like Bayern calling a European coach. You have to go. So it's the same with me on the continent of Africa. Coach, we see you sitting in your Al-Akhli office. We see the eagle. We see that that burning bright red that screams intimidation to any team coming to Cairo. Um, 
and we know the stature of Al Ahli. But coach, you're the first black coach and sub-Saharan coach to take over at the Cairo Giants. This has been a space dominated by Egyptians and Europeans. Why do you think it's taken so long for a club of the stature of Al Ahli to bring in a black and sub-Saharan coach? Yeah, it has taken too long, but I always want to uh, turn everything to positive uh, because I'm, I'm, I, I'm a positive person. I'm, my, my approach in life is always looking at the positives. Uh, uh, and I don't want to dwell so much on why, but it has happened now. I'm, I'm the one. I'm the chosen one. And what brought me there is, is not a, a political movement to, for me to be here. I was brought here because of the titles that I won, uh, because I've defeated Alakli uh, 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 twice. I've defeated uh, one of the top teams here, Zamalek. I've been there, and they, they, they know me, they know my name. You know, it's like the, the European Champions League, where there is a team that plays against Bayern and Juve and, and Real Madrid and Barca all the time in the group stages. That's where I was with the team in Mamelodi Sundowns from South Africa. And that gave me that opportunity because once you play them and you defeat them, not once, not twice, many times, then they know you, then they respect you, you know. And, and obviously, I, I, I know the competition. That's why they felt that I, I should be the one. And, and that's it. I don't think it has to do with color or politics or anything. They, they love the team the way my, my former team was, Mamoudi Sandanos played. And then they said that we want to have that kind of uh, philosophy. And also, I've defeated uh, Egypt, as a, and Egypt, you know, it's a powerful country in terms of the, 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 cup, the cup of nations, the biggest. They've won many trophies as the country, uh, Egypt. And I was a coach of South Africa, which is called Bafana Bafana. And, and I played against Egypt and I defeated Egypt. So, so that is, that's what helped me to come here. Coach, someone that I know you know and had a crucial role in bringing you over was Bebo, the um, iconic figure at, uh, at Al-Akhli, uh, Al-Khatib. Did he have a conversation with you before coming to the club? What did he say? Because if I'm correct, he's a big fan of your work. Well, Captain Bimo is the president of the club. Uh, he's a legend in, in, in Egypt, because and in Alakli he's a big legend. He scored a lot of goals, everybody knows him. You know, he's, he's not uh, just an elected president because he campaigned or because he won elections. He's a legend of Alakli. If you see videos of him playing, it's, it's, you understand who he is. You know, it's like, uh, what can I say? It's like we have a, a, a Kenny Douglas at Liverpool being the president of the country. He has played for the, for the team, and we all know uh, his contribution. It is, it is like that, you know? So, yeah, he, he understands football very well. It's unbelievable. And sometimes it's all, it always helps to have a president who has played football. He understands what's happening in football. He understands the challenges and all that. And he, he's the one who put his head on the block and entrusted me with such a difficult task, he said, we haven't won the Champions League for the last seven years, and we went to the cup final three years in a row, but we never won it. So we need to take a different approach, uh, and let's get somebody who knows the continent, who lives in the continent, and 
I'm a, I'm a big fan of him also. You know, he, he gave me this opportunity and he trusted me and uh, I'm happy that I've delivered the trophy. And his head was on the block for, for going again, for appointing the first sub-Saharan coach to lead a Lachle. And now he can prove everybody right. There's a trophy and I'm here. So good and uh, everything is good. Coach, um, I'm sure you know this, and I, I, you know this better than me. When, when there is a strong thread of success, there will always be people out there that have um, jealous quotes to throw at people, negative statements to throw. Now, you've got the Egyptian legend, legend Ibrahim Hassan, who has said that Al-Afi was in such a strong position, the kid man, could have won the, the, the Champions League. <laughs> How do you respond to that? You know, it's like, it's deal like, with the criticism. It's like you're saying to Alex Ferguson of, what he, of the success he has achieved at, at Man United, and you say to him, oh, your kid man could have done uh, that. Or you saying to Pep Guardiola, who's traveled uh, different countries in the league, and you say that, and has won the Champions League. Mm. Or you say that to Pep, or to, to to Jurgen Klopp, you can say that to any coach, any anywhere you want, you know. Uh, but I, I understand also uh, when we played them, the score was a bit heavy. We beat them 4-0, so I don't take it to my heart because I know uh, emotions after the game, after the results, after 4-0 grabbing. Uh, uh, it's just emotions. I don't think you can say that easily today when after having a cup of coffee, you know. I, I don't take it to my heart. But everybody. Has to criticize. Alex Ferguson was criticized by, by the legends. Uh, Klopp is still being criticized by legends. Man City is still, uh, 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 um, still criticized. Uh, sorry, if coach. You don't want, if you don't want to be criticized, don't be part of Sorry, coach. I'm criticizing Klopp now. <laughs> I'm criticizing him now. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You know, <laughs> what, what we all, Alex Ferguson says, uh, uh, most of the, the legends are pundits, you know, they, uh, they sit there and talk. And he always says, I don't want to worry, worry and, 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 and argue with uh, people who are, who are sitting on a nice chair and, having, and full of makeup and, and co comment after the game. You know, their, their teams never play. Those people, their teams never play. If they are coaching or whatever, their teams never play. Their teams win and, and, and they never play. So come to the green grass, come to the dugout. <laughs> I'm gonna dug out and then talk after that. You know what? Uh, uh, um, what do you call the uh, the former right back of Man, of Man United said to Mourinho? Um, yeah, I forgot the name. Maybe you can remind. Gary me. Neville. Yes. You know what he said about uh, Mourinho and all that when he was at Man United, and then he went to be the coach. He went to Spain. Him and his brother, they got a seven-zero driving. <laughs> so when you are a punch. Be very careful of what you say because once you come to the dugout, he goes seven zero at Valencia and he was sacked. We all know that. Yes, but it's yes, okay. Yes. Those are those are lessons uh, uh, to to learn to learn. You know, you can criticize, but be the coach. Coach, I, I I like the way you answered that. Obviously, we as a team on on the whistle don't agree with that comment, but I just love the way you answered it. Uh, and and moving forward, now you've coached at Sundowns, you've coached at Al Ahly, you're coaching at Al Ahly. What are the differences you come across between the two powerhouses? 
Yeah, the expectations are high. I mean, you see that Zidane has been having few draws at Real Madrid, and then already they say that uh, it might be sacked. You know the story. At the yeah. highest, you know the story at the highest level. You know, and uh, even Jurgen Klopp is a bit difficult for him now, eh? he's, because he's not winning as he was, and everybody starts to doubt. They don't understand anything but a win and trophies. And sometimes they win and have trophies, like a, but you also play in style, eh? you must win in style. So, so it's the same here with me, you know, luckily. They want you to win in style and they want the trophies. So, so that's, that's the difference that the Mamelodi Sundowns and Mamelodi Sundowns. I was there for eight years and I had another contract for four years to make it 12. Can you believe that? Because we won a lot of trophies and all that. So I could easily stay for 12 years. But I found the challenge of going to Alakli, coaching the biggest team in the continent, a team that everybody knows is, is the strongest team, and also is to come out of your comfort zone. So I went to Alakli for a contract of two years because for an experience uh, is good for me. It's good for me to see can can I contribute at the highest level? This is the biggest club. Can I work under immense pressure like I did? So that's the thing. That's how I left. Coach, earlier in the interview with us today, you've described yourself as the chosen one at Al-Akhli. We know that there have been comparisons made between you and Pep Guardiola. You're known in some circles as the um, Pep Guardiola of Africa. I'm intrigued, Coach. Why is it not the Jose Mourinho of Africa or the Carlo Ancelotti of Africa? How did, um, how did the comparisons with Pep come in? Yeah, I think it's exaggerated. You can't compare him with Pep Guardiola. Uh, man is a legend, I admire him. Whatever he has won, the trophies he's won, I, I haven't won. And, and the most successful coach in the world. Probably they're looking at the, my philosophy, the way I play. Because I have to be honest also, I copy good things that are happening uh, around Pep. And I also have an influence of, of Mourinho in my, the way my team plays. To the extent that I also have an influence on how his team defense and how strongly defense. So I just copy the good things that are happening in the world. But I also put my, I've got my own way up. And it, it is mixed with some of those th things that uh, those coaches do. But it is my way. I play my way. I play my own way and, uh, and I believe in it because I put it into practice against Barcelona with Lionel Messi on the pitch with Manuel Sundowns and Iniesta and, and, and Luis Suarez. I'm talking about full, full team. Uh, and I, I think uh, the, the, the product of Manuel Sundowns showed that it can do some work. And, and I brought the same product here and luckily we won the Champions League, we won the Cup, we won the, the, the league. And uh, hopefully we win the next two Cups, the two to Super Cups and we're going to the World Cup and we'll see. And in our group, if we defeat the team Aldo Hale, that's uh, we are first going to play. We're meeting the mighty uh, uh, Bayern Munich. And who am I to, to be standing next to Flick, who is just the coach of the year now? Who am I? You know? And who am I to be standing against Valverde when he, when he was the coach of Barca? So these things do happen, but... Uh, you do what you have to do, and because you have an opportunity to be there. And by the way, your work has given you an opportunity to be there. 
So you might as well as do it. During the lockdown, uh, I've been living in England for close to 20 years now. And during the lockdown, uh, when football was cancelled in Europe, I had the opportunity for the first time in years to watch South African football, where you the title last season as Sundowns manager, jostling with Kaiser Chiefs. And the one thing that impressed me, which I hadn't seen, was the standard of play by the teams. I'm not only talking about sundowns, ball possession, ball movement, running between the lines. When, I, when we won the league at um, Manning Rangers all those years ago, that wasn't even on, on, the, on the pitch. But I was so impressed with the standard and how it's improved. What do you think that has been attributed to? You can't win repeatedly. You know, you can win a trophy once, uh, but can you win it again? Can you win the, the league again? You know, uh, everybody can win a cup. You can be on a roll to win a cup. You know, you know, FA Cups have also been won by teams in different divisions. Uh, we know that. But uh, uh, life is not about that. It's, it's to win repeatedly. That's important, and that's what we call excellency. Because once off, it's once off. Can you do it again and again and again? So, so for me to have the that happening is, is, is you have to to have the right quality of, uh, can win repeatedly. You must have the uh, you must recruit the right players, you know. And recruitment on the right players it, it has nothing to do with technique only. Also, is the background check on the players who they are, what they do. So you need to recruit properly, and you need to have the right uh, tactics, and you need to have the right support around you. So you need all these important things together to to make the team where where it is. I'm, I was I'm I'm now a biggest fan of Man City, even though my I support Liverpool. But why I'm the biggest fan of Man City is I've realized that as much as they play good football, critics football, that every, that's easy on the eye, that everybody loves to see. But they work hard and you must watch Gundagan, you must watch uh, uh, the brain, you must watch the um, Bernardo Silva. They very, they work hard. Eh? So football has evolved. It's like phones. Like now we are talking the way we're talking from far away. We never used to talk like this uh, 10 years back. So we have to go on with football and, and see the modern trends and and, and and stay with the game and stay with the sports science because it will leave you behind. And that was that's what has helped us in, in South Africa. Coach, 2020 was an incredible year for you coaching-wise. You won the league with Sundowns in South Africa. You were part of the Al-Akhli team that secured the title in Egypt. You won the Holy Grail on the African continent, the CAF Champions League title. Amongst that, you won many domestic cups. Did it come as a surprise to you to see that you were not nominated amongst the for best coaches? Do you think your achievements, do you think African coaches' achievements are underestimated by the people who put those short lists together? I don't want to stay more on politics, uh, but uh, I, I would also like that FIFA must also consider uh, coaches outside Europe uh, uh, as nominees, because these are world, these are world awards, you know. If, if they are like that, then they must consider. Because I think Jesus uh, 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 is the coach of uh, Benfica now. He was a coach at um, 
Flamengo. I think he has won lots of trophies and also deserves to be nominated. It's, it's not about me, but it's okay. We want, it says to me that we must do better than uh, winning three titles in South Africa, winning three titles in Egypt. It means I must do better than that. Then uh, I always say, if you do better, you will be acknowledged. So, so yes, I agree with you, but uh, it's okay. Uh, we have to move on. Our lives should not be about awards. As I said, as coaches, uh, we need to change people's lives. Coach, we know that there's more to life than awards and trophies, but how do you think FIFA could make this a more inclusive award? I think maybe Kev also uh, should also speak to FIFA about this, to be honest. Uh, um, if, if those awards that were happening last, last, year, uh, last two or three weeks back were nominated amongst Real Madrid and Barca and all that, uh, I think it should be an all-inclusive also in that space of coaches and club, uh, not only the clubs, you know, so, and players also, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I think Kev, people uh, who, in my opinion, who, who could uh, speak to FIFA in that space. Sure, coach, that makes a lot of sense. And when we look to the upcoming FIFA Club World Cup, where you'll be taking Al-Akhli, um, I know that in Europe, there are people who will say that this is not an important competition, but we know for the rest of the world, this is a very important competition for the South American teams or team that will come to the African team that will come. As somebody who's been to that tournament, Pizzo, previously with Sundowns, how important is this tournament and how hungry are you to, to be successful at it? Yeah, I, I mean, the ultimate. As a club coach, if you ask a coach who's, who's, who's coaching a club, what is his ultimate? The ultimate is go to the World Cup, World, World Cup and the World Club Cup. Uh, there's nothing bigger than that. And uh, I mean, that's, that's the biggest tournament for club football. You know, you do your local league and then you do your continental, which is like Kiev or, or European League. But the biggest is, is the World Cup. So. So for, for me to be there, uh, um, it's God's grace, you know, and, uh, but also you must also understand that the, the, the level is the highest level over there, and it's very difficult to win. But what's important is to go there and, and develop your abilities so that everybody can see that you've done the best against the best teams in the world. So that, that, there's nothing bigger than that. For me and for, for, for Lachley, I think is is to do our best, and 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 any coach who goes to any tournament, he believes that he can win it. But the realities are that how do you how do you manage Bayern Munich, who just defeated the mighty Barcelona eight two with uh, in an aggregate score of eight two with Lionel Messi on the pitch. So those are realities. But anything is possible, you know. Leicester City, Leicester City has showed you that anything is possible. I was going to say, Manning Rangers showed me in 1996 anything was possible with Courtney Freeze, uh, coach. That for me is uh, is the famous one. <laughs> well, yes. I think I think that is uh, Zane. Like you always say, you know, people make a big noise about Leicester City doing it. Look at what that club did with on a shoestring budget. 
the one thing I remember of that club is that the instructions from the manager were just simple and clear. So that was very helpful. But coach, coming back to yourself and what you're doing and how successful you are at the moment, do you think that there is an opportunity you could go back to Bafana Bafana and make an impact there? You know, there's always a phrase we use in South Africa. We say, once a Bafana and always a Bafana. Yes, it is possible. Uh, uh, when, I'm not sure, at this point in time, I'm, 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 I'm busy with the biggest task of going to the World Cup here, uh, at the Club World Cup, you know? So I, I'm not thinking about that now. South Africa is my country. always have my flag around. Even you can see the images when we win the Champions League uh, here in, in, in Egypt with Alakli, I always carry my flag. Uh, I'm patriotic. I'll never forget where I come from. But that's my country, and they gave me the opportunity to be here. So I always carry my flag and uh, and all that. But um, look, with the national team, there's a lot of work that needs to be done uh, by the Football Federation. There's lots of development of players needs to be done. There are grassroots programs. You don't just produce players because you produce players. Why small countries like uh, Holland, uh, Croatia, with the population, why can they be that big in, in world club football? And Belgium, they're not that big, but they're number one in the world, and they rank number one now. We, 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 with smaller population. So it shows that it's not about the population. It's about what you do. It's about the programs that needs to be done. So my country, is lacking in that space. You know, everybody says South Africa is better than Cameroon because we've got facilities and all that. It's true, we've got facilities, but sometimes you don't have access to those facilities. You have them, but they don't belong to you. And we, we come back to the political side of South Africa, uh, to be honest, because we're still going through that. But that's not be an excuse, an ultimate, because as I said to you, Nigerians, Somalians, they don't have those uh, uh, access. They don't have. They don't have those facilities. Never mind the access. So we should not use that as an excuse. It's on the program. You know, I always like to put it with education. There are poor schools. There's a, there's a school in Limpopo, uh, in the village, that always produces better results for 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 schools when they come from high school to university. How do they do it when they are not the Crawford? When they are not the, the biggest schools? Uh, in South Africa, the big name schools in South Africa. Well, so it's a problem is the teachers and is the, is the, is the, is the, is the students. It's sorry, coach. I've got to come in there. I've got to come in there. I'm sorry, coach. I know Zayn knows where I'm going. Um, I, I'm a, a head teacher here in England. And uh, my school is in Basildon, one of the poorest areas in England. And we are in the top 3% in the country of the United Kingdom. There you are. It's down to leadership, coach. It's down to leadership. There you are. <laughs> yes. You, you can answer this thing so easy. You know, it's up to how passionate we are as teachers, how much we like uh, uh, to help the children. Uh, it's a program. It's leadership. It's management of the whole thing. And it's also uh, how, do we, how can we inspire these children? How can we make them come to, to school and be happy to come? So those are the few things that we do and help with the parents. So it's the same in football. It's the same across across the world, you know, I could say that. Coach, we spent a lot of this interview talking about your success. It's great to hear that you 
have not written off going back to Bafana Bafana one day. But I have to ask this question. You were so close to qualifying the team for the African Cup of Nations when you were coaching the team in 2012. And sometimes in life, they say we learn the most in our most challenging situations. We learn the most when we go through um, a moment of failure. When you look back at that game against Sierra Leone and how it all unfolded, South Africa thinking that they needed to qualify based on goal difference as opposed to head-to-head records eventually Niger coming through to qualify for the tournament. When you look back and reflect at that, coach, what, what are your thoughts? No, you you don't have an excuse for that because I was the coach and I was the head coach. You, know? uh, you don't want to pass the buck and uh, I apologize to the country for that first because I'm a head coach. Uh, but unfortunately, I was the only one apologizing for that. You know, you know when you get the rules and regulations, uh, coaches don't go to the to the to the to the to to care and get the rules and regulations. Uh, uh, management administration does that, and all that has to, feel, to be filtered to the coaches. Uh, it's part of management, but I can't excuse myself for that. Uh, it's also uh, it was a learning uh, lesson for me to not to leave everything to, to management, that I should also be part of that. No, it's not an excuse. That's so why I, I came out and apologized. Uh, for that, but unfortunately, uh, as I said to you, you need uh, the right structure around you and you need the right people around you. But uh, yeah, this is to happen, and we, we it was a group of us, and we accepted. And and coach, just to say, clearly that was a blip on the radar at well-run organizations like Sundowns, like Al Ahli. The success speaks for itself, and cream will always rise to the top. Um, Talking about cream rising to the top, coach. At some point, this Al Ahli project will be achieved. You, you, it'll naturally come to its own end. That could be in two, three, four years' time, whenever it is. But does Pizzo Mosemane have his eye on maybe coming over to Europe, looking to coach in the best domestic leagues in the world? Is that something you think about? Do you do you have a plan in place um, to to make the move to Europe? Yeah, it always looks impossible until somebody does it. Yes, there's opportunity. Yes, there's a possibility. But we must also be realistic to say uh, Europe doesn't have a lot of African, doesn't have African coaches. And Europe doesn't have, have uh, I don't want to, to politicize this and make it more of a, a playing a race card. But some things need to be told as they are. Sometimes, you know, it's all about that. It's not what you can do. You know, I, I mean, if you look at the world rankings and all that, uh, we, uh, some of us have been ranked more higher than other coaches who are coaching in the clubs that, that, that you know of. But um, I just believe that a, a medical doctor who went to South Africa is the same medical doctor who is in, in Europe. I believe an architect qualified in South Africa, so it's an architect in Europe. So I just don't understand when it comes to football coaching, this uh, things get uh, looked at differently. And it's not about Pitcho, it's about the whole continent. I mean, you cannot tell me all these big players, African players who won the Champions League in Europe, who are even there, and uh, none, of, none of the Africans can have an opportunity to coach in Europe, and none of even the uh, uh, 
uh, Africans born in Europe uh, uh, have an opportunity. I mean, you have people like uh, Dwight Yoke and them. Those guys, okay, they might be Jamaican-based or, or Trinidad and Tobago-based, but they've been born in England and some, and they know what England is about. They've been in, they've won the Champions League with Man United. You know, Rahis Daly was talking about this. You say, how, how possible we don't have African or black coaches in, in, in England? Uh, what, what, what needs to be done to, for them to be there? If they're not good, then they must go qualify. If they're qualified and they understand the game, they must be given an even opportunity. You know, it's, it's the way it is at this point in time. But uh, for me personally, I've gone through that a lot in South Africa of being discriminated. Uh, I'm too strong for that. And um, I'm, not, I'm not waiting for any Europe to give me an opportunity. I think uh, I, I can do it in my continent and I can do things in my continent. And, and the good thing is, in South Africa, I played against all the European coaches, and and, and I could put my, my work against them. And I think the trophies there can come to a point to say, okay, the South Africans can do it. And now, I mean, luckily, who has had all the lots of uh, European, Spain, and also South American coaches. Okay, we've got the trophies now with this African coach. So you don't have to talk more. You have to to show. Talk for itself. Maybe one day you never know. Maybe our children's generation things can change. Things do change. I see Doc Rivers as a coach in NBA, and what he says, things he does, is unbelievable. It's amazing that there were not many black coaches also in the NBA. You know, so so these things goes across many many fields. But uh, I think your work will always uh, bail you out and show you out. So. Uh, I'm not really uh, frustrated by that. No, no. I would like to say that uh, uh, maybe the generation after us will, will, will appreciate it in Europe. In Europe, but first, Europe must accept, must give chance to the to, to the, the, the the European-born Africans first before they we can talk about us. So it's a long way.